I'm at Slaboy T. Alright, this is uh, Shit Spouter 37. This is the Black.com build. This is the Fed Post. How do you personally uh, identify? You, you you were saying like you do yeah. you not really care about like labels or we don't really care much about labels. Yeah, so I'd say uh, my ideology varies depending on who I'm like arguing with a lot of the time. Yes. Um, yeah. But, but generally, it's just uh, conservatism. I'm I'm very socially conservative, uh, and it's it's more just about restoring. I believe in just restoring America and the American dream, which has been really hollowed out for most of the people in this country. So uh, whatever it takes to get that, um, I don't care if it's like if you want to call it any sort of leftism or like GOP Republicanism. Uh, it's just like, you know, get that. Trump had a pretty, on some of his stuff, he had a pretty left-wing message by, uh, mm-hmm. at least by traditional standards. You oh, know? yeah. So, mm-hmm. oh, so yeah. whatever it takes to get that done uh, is my ideology, but it's, you know, it takes a lot of work. You really need to, you really need to tear down every institution, rebuild it from the ground mm-hmm. up. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the short version of it. Yeah, by any means, pilled. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. His, his whole, like, uh, you know, anti-free trade thing. I mean, that is oh, like, yeah. I mean, like him, conventional him, leftist shit. Like. Him and Bernie were in there. T- you know, they were probably giving each other high fives on some of the tariff stuff and, oh, and yeah. that free trade stuff. Um, and that's good. You love to see that. I love to see when, um, you know, when Bernie and Holly are out there together going uh, like going against like, you know, the, the the right of the Republican Party and the left of the Democratic Party agreeing and like going out there and, and saying like, you know, screw the establishment. We just want to get this done for the people like that's awesome. So that's true. That's true. Yeah. And, and Slava's mentioned like, uh, you know, uh, who, who you're uh, uh, frustrated with is who, who recently burned you. Right. <laughs> so like <laughs> obviously like I, I'm like uh, I'm bitter about Bernie, obviously. But yeah, no doubt. I, the credit I will give is like, yeah, he, he will show up with like a Ron Paul. He doesn't really like he'll show up on Rogan like he doesn't really care about the whole imaginary boundaries yeah no he doesn't. he's just like well if this like benefits my agenda then like i don't care who i have to align with like that's just what will get it done um, oh yeah and that's yeah. you know I, I can get some of the frustration with bernie on the left i get it i get it on the right because i look back at some of bernie sanders speeches in the past and they were not very uh you know they're not very similar to what he's saying now he kind of got co-opted oh, yeah. by the uh, yeah, yeah. he kind of got a little bit co-opted by the uh the neoliberal left on some of the social stuff but uh you know deep down i think he knows that he didn't really have a choice um because that's mm-hmm. you know that's the direction the party's going mm-hmm. but but still um no, so true. so like i like i said um <clears throat> You know, Republicans like to rail against lockdowns and they're like, oh, well, we're never doing lockdowns again. Like, nope, not happening. Well, it already they already happened. And this uh, one of the biggest transfers of wealth in modern history that already occurred. So if you want to actually fix that, you're going to have to do something, at least on a Republican side, you're going to have to do something that goes against the orthodoxy. Uh, And you're going to have to think about maybe some sort of increase in taxes or some sort of redistribution uh, to get this back 
figured out. Um, but, you know, there are a lot of Republicans are very uncomfortable doing that. So uh, just because, you know, they they see it as something that is more of a left wing policy. traditionally, mm-hmm. But that's not you know, that's not what we should be arguing about right now. Right. That's when it's like labels start to get in the way is in yep. instances like that. Yeah, I saw you posting about that, too, uh, about how, like, you're like, oh, well, as soon as you do that, you kind of get boxed in. You know? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, the that's a thing that we've just been dealing with, like, from the jump, really, is, like, uh, I mean, I guess we all three started as, like, Bernie people, but uh, I don't think, you know, well, I yeah, I mean, I guess I was more traditional, like, left or whatever, but we all got there for different reasons, and, like, yeah, I mean... That was just sort of a vehicle. Same thing with Trump. I mean, I was I was on board with Trump, but as like a vehicle, you know what I mean? It's not really like an ideological. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just like get – well, you see Trump as sort of like – I still think the best thing Trump can do is weakening the establishment, uh, yeah, yeah. especially on the right because he has a lot more gravitas on our side. Um, I mean he is the leader of the party right now, but um, – That's true. You know, but, but I still think that's a great thing, best thing he can do. And so, you know, there are people who in Washington, you, you don't – you might not see it as much, but in D.C., you know, you see people who are like, well, you know, uh, Trump was just this enigma. They don't they still really don't understand how he got elected. Um, <laughs> and it's I mean, it's sad, but that's just the way they were so ready to get back to where they were at. Um, yep. It's just oh, yeah. not gonna, it's just not going to happen. So I was talking but, about this the other day. It's like the, it was I feel like it was it, it took like this exertion of will and, and resources to just ensure that absolutely no lesson was learned from the past <laughs> four years. At all, and you can see, and you can see, like, like fucking narratives just like dropped, like, like fucking flies. But they, oh, just, yeah. Yeah. they just kind of peppered us with them, and you get just this—you kind of end up with like no one really believes anymore that it was like the you know all laid at the feet of Russian bots or <laughs> this or that. <laughs> I mean, that's how that's how corrupt this all this whole thing is too. Because even just over, it's it's almost hard to keep track of all these different narratives that are just hoaxes or lies that are spread by the media and by uh, the government too. But oh yeah, but when you're like I. I I remember uh, I saw uh, CRK the other day. Like he's like, "Do you remember when people were saying like the USPS is going to be gone?" Like I had forgotten yeah, yeah. about that. But that's me too, like, man. I forgot too. I, for, I had forgotten about that. But that's like that's the that's what they do is they hammer you with all these narratives that you can't even remember what's what's what was true and what was not because you're just fed these lies every single day, nonstop. Yeah. Um, and all these little all these little psyops that they do are just a way to keep people distracted, obviously. Um, and working in the media, especially, you know, I see I see stuff from uh, everywhere. MSNBC, CNN, New York Times, WAPO all day, every day. And these people are really I mean, they are really sick. Uh, they are. They are. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be said enough. <laughs> That's one thing I was going to ask you about, like how how it is working around and with these fucking sickos, man. Well, <laughs> I work. I actually work. Uh, you know, my work does a pretty good job. We we do as much as we can to expose all of these lies. I mean, there are too many that to keep track of. Like I said, um, but we, you know, what we do is, you know, you can see you see some people, uh, even if like. 
even if you're just going to like a cocktail hour or something like if you see people from a left network and you say like hey you know i work at a conservative outlet you know they kind of definitely look down on you and it's like sure. it's like all right whatever man i was just trying to be nice but you know you you get some of that on the right too you get a lot of snobby elitism so it just depends i mean it's it's fun um i love my job during the week i'm online like all day uh so you know on the weekends i never really check my phone just for just for my own sanity <laughs> yeah you gotta have this time <laughs> but i kind of just after a week i just tap out of the news for the most part and then i get back on it on monday so no, that's the move you can't you can't yeah. uh, take all this shit at uh to the face you really can't oh i know you you gotta get to, you gotta go touch grass you know oh yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah and the U- usbs thing like uh i don't know what i think i was like checking my alt and i saw like some old bernie mutual and i saw on their name they had like save the usbs still uh-huh. today <laughs> and i was like holy shit i forgot about that Dude, that's shit. gonna go the way of fucking abolish ice isn't it <laughs> yeah. yeah man yo people were protesting in the street about it and like i think the tsa thing is like a recent thing that's been going on or whatever wait what's up i don't know the much TSA? about that wait what people I are protesting know. to keep the tsa around no there's something there's some culture do you know what it is logan no, I, I, I you'd probably be able to speak better on it than i would not really i <laughs> <laughs> seriously no i just talk out of my ass a yeah, little so bit. welcome to the fed post <laughs> <laughs> no this, uh, i just i just saw like people were saying like oh like uh, there's some culture war going on of like right wingers disliking tsa and left wingers being like oh, oh i saw somebody uh, there was some uh jd vance quote and he's like the new target because he's yeah. like the new republican guy who is yeah. pretty like kind of anti-establishment so like there were a bunch of people who are like you know they were like uh they work at these like anti-trump conservative outlets which are just like laughable basically um they're and, fucking and demonic. They, and they're just like taking aim at him over something uh-huh. he said like that was derogatory toward the tsa but it was just a stupid dumb look and a dumb argument in the first place because like i, I mean that might be some some place where you actually have a, you know a real bipartisan agreement and that's yeah tsa sucks absolutely <laughs> man anyone with a fucking brain that's ever flown before knows that shit is miserable yeah. and like, trying to make it the left is gonna thing. come out and like pivot to being pro tsa just to like that's, how, you win. that's how we win this is how we win <laughs> uncut champ no they were trying to make it a racial thing like oh these white people they hate to they hate these minority tsa workers or whatever like oh, i saw that God. take you you know you think of the worst take you can think of it's yeah. out there you know yeah, yeah. but yeah. uh as if black people don't hate tsa as if everybody doesn't <laughs> fucking hate tsa i mean you would think that they would dislike the tsa because of all the like the racial profiling that goes on with like uh them doing random searches and stuff like that the yeah, brown people love the tsa yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah i mean the, the whole deluge shit in general like the the medium bombardment like i mean yeah i, I think i remember like bannon who i like kind of begrudgingly admire or not admire but i like him i, I think he's very like savvy yeah um i disagree with him about a lot of shit obviously but like I think he, I remember him saying in some interview like that was a strategy with Trump was just to like, yeah. you know, throw out shit, throw out some red meat, whatever, like let them chew on it. Let the media go hysterical. No, I always remember. I always the remember the, the post about like uh, Hillary got schlonged by Obama. <laughs> yeah. right? And then everybody's like, Jesus Christ. Right? Wait, Trump posted like, that? 
Yeah, Trump posted that in like the 2016 election, and then he like responded and he's like, "What? What's the problem?" Just a a completely common term. (laughs) I remember uh, Warren uh, got the DNA test, and the media was like, "Hey, you said that if she got the test, that you would pay to this charity, whatever." And he's like, "So what?" It's gone. It's gone in a day. You know what I mean? That's Chad based shit. Like he's right. He just knows the game, and I mean, he used it. I mean, just didn't do it. I don't know if he invented this technique. Obviously, he probably didn't. But like, it's it's uh, it's just it's just the savvy thing to do. Well, he knew like his whole world before he was running for office. You know, his whole world was he was interacting with all these people, so he knew how to he knew how to play them like a fiddle, and and he really did. Uh, Especially when I go going back to the the long thing that was he was one of the top 10 posters of all time and oh, easily and for what the, five come on yeah. <laughs> and for what they did to that what big tech did to that man is a, the crime oh, of the century almost. abomination Abom- yeah, yeah yeah it's it's i can't believe that shit i can't Dude, do you guys re- do you guys fucking remember like on election night when he fucking posted and he's like He's like, they want to steal this thing, but we will never let them. And then yeah. fucking like, and then I feel like it was like just a few minutes later, fucking boom, banned. Gone. And Gone. like, it was like, it was like a fucking, it was like out of a movie. Like, yeah, yeah. like automatic, but they were even, they were testing that out even before the election. They were like mm-hmm. fact checking a bunch of his, yep. a bunch of his timeline and stuff. They like, had a temporary yeah. ban before it. Well, yeah, didn't yeah. They, yep. Didn't they? Didn't they ban the New York Post or, or something oh, like yeah, that? Yeah, they banned the Post too. Yeah, make yeah. the longest over, over uh, lasting newspaper in America. I mean, props to the Post, though. They held out, and then once Twitter faced enough pressure, Twitter's like, "Ah, oh, okay, we'll we'll reinstate them." But it was like two weeks. They censored the largest newspaper. I mean, the oldest newspaper in America. Yeah, what was it? do you guys? They got what they needed over? done. Oh, they man, did it on the. Uh, it was a, a story on when like Hunter Biden's laptop mm-hmm. came out. Oh, yeah. oh, holy shit! That's right. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So, and then they were calling it like uh, Russian disinformation and like dis hacked material <laughs> and like shit like that. The go to. Yeah. Exa- yeah. Exactly. It's like the the old playbook. Yeah, they got a factory yeah. over in Russia. They just like build misinformation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Oh my God, that Russian bot. It's it's only been six months, but that that Russian bot thing is just just disappeared. But that was yeah. just a go to. That was just the thing we all dealt with. It was just, the, uh, the, the amount farms, of times the farms yeah. of Russian bots that were influencing all these millions of voters in America. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Like, dude, I like, I, I still remember the primary, and like, it, it's like the golden days of being online, being like. A Bernie bro troll and just having like having having like fat women liberals call you a Russian bot just as their go-to response. Oh, yeah. There was yeah. a while where the that K-Hive, was bro. the new incel. That's a Oh yeah. Yeah. That got me off plenty of times. That, that makes me funny. almost that makes me almost uh wish I was like back in Bernie in twenty sixteen just so I could have had those like those like NPC libs just calling me a Russian like a, a Russian front or something. Oh, it was good. It was all we had. It was good. <laughs> It was pretty solid. Well, uh, so pivoting from him, I know this is this is something that uh, this is one of CRK's prophecies. But our our climate lockdowns coming next. I one hundred percent. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, without I have no doubt about it. I have I had no. Uh, I think it was like six months ago. I I stopped having doubts about it. Yeah, I mean, but, but see, the question is when. Like, they're going to use some big natural disaster mm-hmm. to just yeah, be like, yeah. okay, well, you know, fit we whatever. Need a, we need a nine eleven, a, a climate nine eleven. Yeah, climate nine eleven. <laughs> okay, well, you know, if you're uh, 
you know, if you're like cared about, if you care about saving the environment, just stay inside. Too many like some fires or something like the whole state of California uh, is going to catch on fire and they're going to be like, all right, everyone stay inside and don't even think about turning on the faucet. (laughs) So that's all you got to do is you got to take something real that's actually happening, like an increase in uh, hurricanes, superstorms, wildfires, things that are actually happening and then just exaggerate a little. Just exaggerate it, go threat level orange. Well, I think one thing that's going on with it, and I think this will be invaluable, is the fact that like everyone's everyone's view of of environmental issues are all just this huge abstracted out global climate thing mm-hmm. as opposed to um like local issues yeah. local issues right. It, right. you know the you know uh the it's health abstract of, almost yeah no that's it the whole is. thing it's, it's completely and we've talked about this recently but mm-hmm. like like people don't appreciate like like the the the, the health in of their local rivers and streams and, and shit like that or <laughs> They don't even know the name of their local stream, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, no, or or just like I mean, we were talking about with the California wildfires, right? Like just the kind of mismanagement that has uh, that has kind of made this problem that has exacerbated this problem. I think what you do is I think that we're getting another COVID lockdown, at least in some yeah. capacity. Before we're gonna do some sort, some like variant or something to yeah. keep, keep it going. Well, yeah. we're, I'm gonna yeah, go we're gonna get, say I will admit that because I, I said a couple episodes ago with uh alex g and slothrop that i wasn't sure that they'd be able to do it again i think that i was probably wrong on that like i bet that they probably will i mean the place i'm living now just issued mandatory mask mandate again uh for people California. regardless if they're working or not or not working, they the going crazy. Or not. Yeah, yeah 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 i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking delta plus uh game of the year director's cut edition uh everybody 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 that pre-ordered is gonna get an aoc mask uh, yeah i think i think i think that i think that you have i think that you have all of these little mini crises that take everybody by surprise because it's not how they interact with they, that's not how they interface with environmental politics anymore and then you go look look it's everywhere it's a fucking everywhere everywhere is in free fall right now uh everybody's getting these little texts saying to you know turn off your fridge mm-hmm. and your little cuck shed mm-hmm. oh my um, god new york i got a text about uh oh, turn off the uh, ac turn off the electricity heat <laughs> surge never yeah. gotten that before there's been that's plenty unreal. of heat surges never got it and yeah, some people that- were pointing out like oh Times square lights are still on that's yeah. essential like yeah like yeah but then so like they'll keep like all like they'll do it again but then they'll allow like Amazon to go out and still mm-hmm. conduct yeah. their regular business yeah. and oh, yeah. and they'll they'll like they'll get an exception. That's the functionality of like what you're talking about, Slav, like making it so intangible and like immaterial is when you take these things and you make them like these metaphysical, almost like things that are just like the invisible hand of the environment, you know, that that's just a karma shit. Well, I see like I I think like, yeah, you're absolutely right. But like on the left, they've almost substituted religion for like the environmental like it's Mm -hmm. like it's like almost a God to them, which is like instead of viewing it as like a creation of some high and i'm a christian but if you even if you're like just religious if instead of viewing it as like god's creation or some higher being's creation that we should be stewards of they say like oh no this is in charge like if there's a fire we're being punished for our sins basically yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's eschatology yeah like like if you if you really i oh man i like it, it does it makes me feel fucking anxious to even ponder for a moment the, the, like the average person that buys into 
every premise of this stuff, right? I'm not oh, a, yeah. an outright dude, climate change but denier. It's a, lot, it's a lot of the country too, which is, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, dude, they're, they're pumping it through. Like now it's in like all the education systems and stuff too. Like I'm seeing kids books that are like called the titles, like we are all Greta. And it's like cartoon <laughs> versions of Greta and like a kid story and shit, dude. I'm seeing crazy shit on a daily well, basis. To, that's going to be like the next like push too is like climate criminals like if yes. you're like a criminal mm-hmm. for the climate by some arbitrary measure the then, carbon police are gonna get your yeah. ass yeah or like some bullshit like that yeah if you're if you're doing bad crimes like having children instead of good crimes like uh emptying garbage bags out of the garb uh, the bar tells with yeah. uh with as much stolen goods as you can uh <laughs> it, it's fucking absurd dude well it is and you're right that's another thing you see like you've seen that published in like mainstream newspapers like if or news outlets that are just like oh well don't have babies for the environment or like am i they always i i i I said something online about this but they always frame these like crazed ideas as as like thoughtful questions so it's like should i not have a second child to save the environment like it's like dude you're just crazy like stop writing made fun of that like that that photo of like a family with like eight kids and somebody's like this is uh, environmental terrorism and here's the thing you know i just saw some picture today somebody posted of like in cali like they got some some like uh hostel type situation where people are living there and like paying 1500 a month and they're like in a you know, in the pod, yeah, in, in the, the pro- pod, protopod, yeah. basically. Yeah. And like, you know, I mean, I think that in whole narrative of like, well, I'm saving the environment, you know, I, I don't, you know, this is good actually, or, you know, yeah. I'm white yeah. and my, my thing sucks, but like I'm saving the environment. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sort of like some cope with how it's going like, oh, well I'm white and like I've been privileged. So it's actually good that this is happening. Like, you know, people will find they'll they'll have a way of rationalizing it. Basically, Dude, I think I, that's a perfect like synergy. I like right gone there. to check out places like like in the past when I was like looking for apartments and shit. I've like gone to fucking apartments in in my area. I'm like around Seattle, right? Um, and there's just like the people that live there are like, yeah, we're like a zero waste house. And they're just telling people outright, like, like they just, they just, they just all neurotically. uh, It's just insane. Like, I don't even know. I I don't think about that shit at all. So I couldn't even tell you the kind of, but like, but like people just don't see any problem with just like living on top of each other, completely regulating. I mean, what is it? Are you telling your roommate to save their nail clippings or something? I don't. There was that thread the other day too, where that guy was like, uh, you know, my family hasn't used toilet paper. Uh, for like for years, we used to Somebody, okay. Some, some some lefty was spazzing out telling me that it's a parody account. I don't know. I mean, at this no, point, that one has to be a parody account, bro. In this point, maybe, yeah, maybe you can tell. I didn't even tell anymore because I thought it was so crazy, but maybe, maybe, maybe it wouldn't tell anymore. Wait, walking around with a shitty ass to save the environment, <laughs> but at, at, at the same time, at the same time, it doesn't, it's like all these things about like, oh, it's actually parodies, like the the thought is, the, is still prevalent, right? Right? Like yeah. this is still what people think. How many articles have I seen of like, oh, millennials uh, who retired, uh, who actually got to retire? This is what they did. They scrounged and saved all this and yeah, oh, ridiculous I'm sure it's extreme real. shit. There's definitely people out there. there. There's yeah, definitely exactly. people out there wiping their asses with reusable rags, thinking that they're doing something. But I don't know that that's that <laughs> that account is like right, right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. The thought is the thought is still prevalent. Like this is how yeah, people yeah, are yeah. thinking now. Like because nobody's retired. We all know we're you know you're not retirement is rare now. Rare. Black Rock CEO coming out and saying that Americans yeah, are going to have to work longer. 
longer hours and uh, take more investment in risks if they hope to retire. It's yeah, like, thanks, oh, oh, I'm going to take an investment risk in something in Minecraft that's going <laughs> to. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't want to brag. I mean, I do want to brag, but like I have been saying for a long time that they're going to bring back the fucking lockdown. I've so said you, it for you should you should brag about that because you were pretty you were pretty right about that. Bro, yeah, go this, from what I've seen. Yeah, and you know this relates back to what we're talking about the media deluge thing. Is like nothing that is the current state of the media is permanent, right? It it, it comes and goes, right? Not everything is uh, temporal. So it's like, yes, okay, you know, a couple months ago, everybody's like, wow, COVID's over. We got the vaccines. It's finally over. We're back to normal. Like people are saying that. And I'm like, dude, what what makes you think there's any consistency to any of this? There's never been any consistency. So why? And also, yeah, and the number one question in my mind that, you know, is very clear. It's like, what reason do they have to not do it? They made a killing. They made the most money they've ever made. Why would they not do it again? And I mean, I I, I can't think of a single reason why they wouldn't. Well, you also, much have like, you also have like the normies out and about that are living like, you know, taking these severe re- restrictions and precautions seriously and trying to do their part. And then the people at the top don't even really they don't take it as seriously as they tell the regular people to take it. So like, yeah, why yeah. are you still buying as a per like as some regular person, average person in this country? Why are you still like buying into this if the people oh, telling yeah. you to do it aren't? Cue oh, the yeah, Gavin Pelosi Newsom dinner party. Yes, Gavin Newsom at the dinner party. Pelosi at the hair salon. And oh yeah, I mean, and there are Republicans too. It's not just like the hypocrisy. Oh, of course, both. Yeah, I mean it was, it was it was it was hypocritical on both sides. It was just like good for the very upper echelon, and that was they're it. The, they're the same people, as far as I'm concerned. Like, what was it? Mitch McConnell's like, uh, it's simple, get vaccinated. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could have a D next to his name. It's the same shit to me. I mean, it, fuck, it really DeSantis is. was just talking about it. Get vaccinated? He said that? Yeah. Yep. He was like, these vaccines are saving lives down here in Florida, bro. Okay, yeah, okay, I mean, okay. I so think he's against I, I, passports. shit right there. That's what that is. Yeah, he's but against he passports. Banned, he banned the passports, though. He, he did. did. That's pretty base. That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, they, I think, I think from, they got a lot of elderly in Florida. So he was like, you know, get these, get the elderly vaccinated down here so we can get back to normal. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> no, I mean, if you're old and you got secondary conditions, yeah, why not? I mean, I could, I, I, mean, I, I don't blame you. Than Cuomo did, the nursing home killer. <laughs> how could we forget yeah no i mean yeah i mean we actually this i'm just gonna go on a little bit of a rant here yeah but we were uh we were the first ones who broke that story and and we were screaming it from the rooftops for you know months before the media would say okay well maybe there is something to this nursing home scandal when everybody knew it was going on they already knew but they just had to wait until it was narrative approved by the new york times to be able to say it right yeah oh, i didn't know you guys broke that yeah we broke it we were the first ones to do it that's march of 2020 that's so interesting or may it might have been may of 2020 uh, it was one of, it was somewhere in the spring but either way because in, in, in politics there's always like there's a barrel of dirt on everybody and like it only comes out when it needs to come out so like with him it was like a very it was a matter timing. of time hey, oh yeah it was it was a timing like they were done with him they were done with him and that's when everything came out. So it's just it's just interesting that that uh, well, they needed was him, there. They needed him for like Trump and to like hail 
him as their Trump. And then once that right. was over, then they're like, oh, OK, well, Andrew Cuomo's actually sort of bad now. So, yeah, they, they like they they created this little army of like n- like off brand Trump homunculi. Yo, you yeah. remember Avenetti? <laughs> oh, my God. Isn't isn't he like isn't he like facing criminal charges? Yeah, he's going, he's, he's going to prison. It's sensing. Was he, the other day. he committed to the bit. He committed to the bit too hard. <laughs> he really did. He's like he's like a Heath Ledger's Joker. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, yeah, I mean, he, he was right. But see, that's how corrupt it is that like our media elevated this total scam artist from the get go just for like, it's all of these little things like I, you know, I saw that the other day when he was being sensed. I was like, Oh, my gosh, I forgot about Michael Avenatti. But that was such a big thing. Like, it was just oh, it, was. it was such it was just like a, you know, mo- couple months long media thing. And then they threw him to the side again to the wolves like they yeah. always do. Yeah, Slav's right. It's, it's a lot of like product testing. They're just like, hey, does this work? Is this is this our uh, blue Trump? Like, does this work? But I, I think for like, so I'm wondering like, as far as like your job or whatever, like with the Daily Caller and all that, like, so with, with the media deluge, like how do you like, you're in it. You're in the thing. Everybody I've known who's like, it works in media, like they're bombarded. Like, I mean, I know some libs, so like they're like, they're yeah, frazzled yeah. to bits by all the stuff. Like every day they're frazzled by it because they believe it. So I don't, I don't know. Like, so how do you, how do you like, do CRK you just take everything? COH's grandma. i get a little uh i get a little frazzled too but not on the side where it's like you know i'm i'm just sitting there like taking whatever thing i should be freaked the media says i should be freaked out about that week but Mm -hmm. i i get frazzled on the side where i'm like oh my gosh these are some of the most powerful people in america they're all you know pretty much in lockstep with each other you have a you have a few good ones at each of the networks um give or take. Mm-hmm. But other than that, they are all in lockstep. They all believe the same things uh, for the most part. Now, you know, it depends on that's that's another reason why they hate, you know, they hate where we work. They hate where I work. They hate any any place that dares to differ from like the MSNBC approved talking points. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I get frazzled just on the side that, you know, <clears throat> They, number one, uh, they're liars. They're just most of them are objectively bad people. They don't really care about telling their audience the truth. They also don't care about the role of journalism, which is actually holding the powerful accountable. And instead, they elevate those people and protect them almost at any cost. Um, and they also do a lot of terrible stuff for our country. So they push these things that uh, are meant to alienate most of the general population. Uh, there's a great article in Tablet Magazine I should show you guys. Um, and I'll just, I could send you the link after this. But uh, the number of times that uh, racism and the word racism and uh, the oh, word no, race. I saw you post about this, yeah. Yeah, and the word, um, and like terms like, uh, terms like, uh, oh, uh, disadvantaged communities or vulnerable communities. Um, all these, all these race narratives. The number of times that those words uh, and narratives have been mentioned in mainstream outlets like the New York Times and Washington Post skyrocketed in like the past, just within the past like couple decades. Like it's a very recent thing, but uh, you know this is what they do. It's a it's a divide and conquer strategy. So they get people ginned up along racial lines. They do terrible terrible race politics, race baiting. Uh, I mean, it's almost nonstop now. And it's the same with all the, uh, it's the same with all the trans stuff and all the LGBT stuff. Like you have to accept this or you're like, you know, you're just labeled as an evil person who hates this country 
career like you hate equality right. for everyone and mm-hmm. it's really it's really just a, a giant distraction so uh yeah. you know I, I i get frazzled on the side that like people actually believe that these you know this is the truth like they turn on cnn or like read washington post like you know they just they just take it at face value and they say you know all right i'm like reading this this must be what's going on and it's all meant to just divide the population it's really it's really an evil strategy so i get i get upset with it on that side um but you know we try to we have a lot of fun too so we try to you know we're trying to work to counterbalance that uh on our part <laughs> yeah yeah no i mean i completely agree i mean we tr- we try to talk about it as much as we can but like yeah i mean it's uh it's it's clear it's clear i mean you know if you if you keep going on and talking about uh Oh yeah, all white people are evil, or all white people hate all black people. Well, yeah, yeah, and you have like uh, I'm originally from Ohio. I just moved to DC two years ago, mm-hmm. uh, but I grew up in Ohio. I, I lived most of my life there, um, and I went back there. Uh, you know, I, I drove back this past weekend for my sister's wedding, and you see, you see, you know, you drive through a little bit of the Midwest, you drive through some of Pennsylvania, some through West Virginia, some through Ohio, and it's the same story everywhere. It's just driving through some of these towns that have just been forgotten uh, or left behind, mm-hmm. um, or that have just, you know, they used to be thriving once and now they're not. Yeah. Um, this is people of all races uh they've just been left behind and 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 so uh, you know they 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 keep the racial politics turned up to a maximum so that they can ignore this problem and so that you know people don't actually start questioning it and saying well hey you know this is i live in a a multiracial working class neighborhood and we're all we're all getting screwed by Mm -hmm. by this not just like you know buying into whatever cnn says i mean cnn really does want you to hate your neighbors um, no doubt and, sure. and that's that's really the saddest part about it um but but yeah i mean we're trying to fight back against that whenever we can um and, and that's and it's good work uh it's important work uh needs to be done you know these people need to really be be brought down to reality mm-hmm. um and it's like it's like a lot of them they're mostly the same they're mostly just college educated liberals that are pushing yeah. this stuff it's yep. it's a very elite group it's not like you know it's not like uh you're seeing a lot of a lot of people from the rural midwest working in media like coastal graduates yeah, <laughs> yeah a bunch of motherfuckers with like humanities degrees that they went yeah. and got so they could try to learn about what it's like to live like a real fucking life with real struggles yeah, like exactly. a fifty thousand tuition degree yeah, like, yeah. yeah. you Dude. buy into it yeah, yeah. Well, what you were talking about with like you going through Ohio and seeing all those towns, man. Like I, I've been on a couple of road trips as of recently, and like driving through like those quote unquote what people call flyover states uh, oh, and yeah. stuff like that, and which is miserable. Um, but in seeing those like seeing those towns where it's like there's just a like, hollowed out centers oh, yeah. of like there used to be a pretty bustling population probably, and you see the only remnants of things that are there. Like there's empty shopping centers everywhere and empty small shops, but then there's like a McDonald's on the corner that no one's fucking at and there's a couple of chain stores around that no one's at and it's like essentially what happened is these places got just enough of a good economy going from like small businesses and their own shit going there maybe they produce something real and material there and then all of a sudden once they had a big enough economy to maybe support 
a chain, those things started coming in. And yep. once it's big enough town to support a McDonald's, well, then McDonald's comes in. Then, yep. And then your small town diners and stuff start to slowly close up. And then all yep. that you're fucking left with is this goddamn McDonald's that no one can fucking eat at anymore yep. or anything like that either. It's fucking sick. And it's, it's depressing as hell. And it's like, it's like, well, you know, we – we kind of destroyed your town, but at least you have a super Walmart there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, uh, I don't know if that's like the best trade. But I, I don't also, I also don't want to blame all this on the media. So it's, no, it's obviously, not. it's obviously economic, it's like you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. It's economic. It's also, uh, it's also driven by a lot of technology. So mm-hmm. the techno- technological revolution really just got people glued to their TVs. They never really went outside in their communities anymore. They didn't talk to, spend as much time talking yeah. to their neighbors. They didn't spend as much time. I'm talking to or leading or building community-led initiatives um yeah. and, and it's and it's cultural too so when we got rid of a lot of the religion and uh, that's kind of the last thing that still hasn't been completely destroyed in some of these communities um but for the most part yeah it, it, it's a multifaceted problem but then my issue is when this stuff happens the media will say well actually it's a good thing because you have all this technology now and you're mm-hmm. inside and things are cheap so like you might not be able to support your family on a single income but you can buy you know a tv for pretty cheap in this country like you can go buy a, a laptop for pretty cheap like yeah. i don't know if that's a great trade i it's think not. the media should spend a lot more time actually analyzing if that's a good trade yeah. but they don't they just say well no this is actually this is really a good thing for you yeah. Our conception of progress is so fucked in this country. Like people are like, oh yeah, that's like actually good progress. And like uh, quality of life is better. And it's like, is it really though? Yeah, or like, are those oh, just no. like these like completely just like random things that you're saying like, oh, this actually means you have a better life. Just symbols that actually hold no material meaning. Yeah. It's like, by what measure do you have, do they have a better life? Like, yeah. In terms of, well, Hey, yeah, you might, you know, have a cheaper, cheaper electronic goods, but uh, I don't know. You got, you got 24 colors for your iPhone case, but you, uh, you're you're highly leveraged and in debt to pay your fucking bills. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> and not to mention it's going to break within two years once they release that update to kill your phone off after it's been a little while. And you have to the buy a goddamn new one. Yeah, yeah. Planned obsolescence. They got that on the vaccine. Before too, like. you even pay for the first one in the goddamn first place, dude. It's just you're just linked in forever with these payments. Yeah. 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 They're, yeah, they're smart. I mean, yeah. What, what you guys are talking about, it reminds me of this. Uh, like I took some elective and like uh like urban planning and that's pretty much all they talk about is how to gentrify places like how mm-hmm. do you find oh, a place sick. with like a tax base and all this a consumer base and just you know hollow it out and just you know turn it into everywhere else and it's, kill it's off everything at the ends and like, like, what we need out. is actual real like good city planning that's not about like well how can we just like haul this place out and let corporations run train on this small town but like oh well how can we actually make this like the most like usable for the community how can we center uh you know good public spaces and utilities and services that better serve the people that live here no 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 it's just about how can we better use the people that live here to further our means yeah it's like, extraction yeah. it's pure mm-hmm. like putting a giant funnel on the top and draining out the money and it just leaves the area goes to some headquarters mm-hmm. overseas or whatever and uh yeah well, yeah and it's all it's all too all of it is like it's just like this materialist 
individualism where it's like you don't have any other responsibility except to like you know you yourself and you don't really have to to really like do anything for your family or for the community or for Mm -hmm. the world you just have to like be yourself and like try as best you can to climb up the ladder and that's it that liberal individualism bro and it's right. like no yeah. no kids all i all i can like the rest of my life i can just like watch uh, the next marvel product and, uh, yeah collect all the stupid consumer electronics and figure Funko out what your pop. 24th pronoun is and your 24th flag and all that like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's pretty yeah. much all you can do and like you're talking about like uh from my perspective on the right it's it seems almost uh bewildering to me that you don't have you know there are plans for um, I live in Virginia. I live right outside of DC, but Amazon is coming here very soon. They, they made, I believe it was when they made the switch from like AOC said she didn't want them in New York. And then they were like, okay, well maybe yes. we'll go to Virginia. I believe that's the case, but Headquarters it, might not, too. Yeah, HP it might not be, it might not actually be, uh, because of her. I don't know exactly why they're coming here. I mean, obviously you know why they're coming here, but I don't know what the, the cause was, but, um, but I don't, for me, I don't understand why Republicans aren't in these places saying, sounding the alarm, saying like, this is not a good idea. Like these places are, they want you to live. They literally want you to live in a pod. They don't care about workers. They don't really care about the economy. They don't care about the American economy. At least they care about the economy, but they don't, Amazon doesn't really care if America goes under, uh, they have, oh, yeah. you know, they have, they have access to other labor markets across the world. So they're not really worried about the America, what America is or what it's supposed to be. Uh, and, and so for me, I, I just, that's part of the issue with that I have with Republicans is there, it's just this subservience, constant subservience to big business, no matter what the cost and trickle down Reaganomics. Yeah. yeah. And you're, yeah. and you're starting to see, I mean, you're starting to see some backlash against this on the right. I don't think nearly enough, but which uh, is good. It's yeah. Good. Yeah. It is good. But, uh, it's, I, I still don't think it's enough, but but uh, you know, the, to me, that just it's 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 it, it leaves me at a loss for words sometimes. No, it's it's it, I'm yeah. It's one of the more uh, heartening things I've seen is is the right sort of leaving the free market thing and like kind of shifting away from a lot of that you know old neocon stuff. It's yeah. really it, see, really we're important. Still, we're still somewhat at least in D.C. You know, you you've seen a lot less of this. You know, and in. in throughout throughout like local uh and state electoral republican politics but in dc a lot of them are still captive to this libertarian agenda economic agenda and that's what that's what the entire think tank class is in dc on the right it's libertarianism and on the left it's neoliberalism and they both are basically working to preserve the same thing so um you know there isn't like there isn't like an america first think tank in dc i mean there there have been maybe there have been a couple that have sort of popped up now uh but for the most part the big ones the entrenched ones the uh, institutional ones they all do the same thing uh whether it's from the left or the right yeah because libertarianism is going with the flow and the flow is right now a neoliberal order so like they're, <laughs> they're they're like you know on the same page but yeah that's one thing i mean you know it's one thing i've always just found amazing was like the neocon argument of like oh these companies they're american you know they they want their they're like they have some fealty to the soil they yeah. have no fuel yeah, there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing tethering them to this country there's nothing like this they're everywhere they're global so like yeah. what, what, America might as well be Vietnam to them. And honestly, 
it's going to be. Well, a lot of them view it as that way. I mean, like at least in terms of the multinational ones, they view it that way. Uh, And and, and Republicans have to start and and Democrats alike. But I think Democrats are so much, you know, they're at least Republicans and Democrats in D.C. are both bought and paid for by these people, um, which is one of the one of the major problems. But, you know, at least in terms of the major corporations, they have every neoliberal talking point you could you could say so as long as as long as you know their their profits are protected they're willing to go along with this uh, they're willing to parrot all of those the left's social ideas and their agenda um and that's and i think that's what's been more radicalizing for a lot of people on the right is like whoa uh you know trans lives matter from chase bank like thanks a lot chase like i really appreciate that <laughs> yeah it, yeah yeah it's it's funny how these things become uh uh, uh, cultural or, or uh, you know, into it when when it really has not like like the whole thing we we're just talking about of like uh, you know hollowing out a flyover state like that's gentrification like which mm-hmm. usually people think of as like oh that's affecting minorities or whatever it's like <laughs> no they do that to everybody like it, it's, it's a class thing like clearly yeah but I think that that leads to a question I'm I'm kind of wondering like because you were talking about like uh, redistributive policies which I'm on board with and like we among the three of us have had disagreements about this but like to what degree do you balance out the idea of like reshoring manufacturing versus redistribution because i think those two things are usually i feel like people usually go in hand from your perspective well i feel like people usually fall on one end or the other on that i feel like if you're more about reshoring you're more like against redistributive policies if you're more redistributive you're sort of blackpilled on reshoring that's where i'm at but we've had disagreements about it like the three of us i think you can i think you can at least do on some stuff bringing jobs back i think you can do that and also do some redistribution i don't think that's necessarily impossible uh in terms of like at least in terms of like trump stuff there have been there was some great trade trade stuff that he did where he brought some jobs back and and did some good there um but in terms of redistribution i think I think what really radicalized me was Michael Bloomberg's 2020 run, um, where he just like hopped in. <laughs> he just like hopped in the Democratic primary just because yes. he had a shit ton of money and like. That yeah, was I it. remember. Yes. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I don't know if like somebody should really be allowed to do this, you know? Oh my god, <laughs> that was like a few months. It's another thing that just got lost in the deluge. It was a few months, and like all those graphs of how much money he was putting into the campaign was like Unreal. quadruple, ten times what everybody else was combined. Like, well, I think he, I think he might have. I would have to get the number but it was some it was hundreds of millions of dollars he spent to like I mean, it was it was like far and away more than any other candidate has ever spent yeah ever. and and just to be like just to get on a, the stage i mean he, he didn't have any sort yeah. of base or backing at all yep. he was just a rich guy who was like oh well maybe i could be president yep. and chuck todd's like well he's he's great i mean who's left of him on guns and all yeah. this stupid <laughs> shit like <laughs> astroturf shit and, and so in terms of that i'm like uh you know that kind of radicalized me on like some sort of some sort of wealth tax. Now I'd have to, you know, I'd have to look at, there are various proposals for that, but in terms of like, also in terms of like just billionaires alone, maybe there's, uh, I've said this before, but I'd say Trump, if he still is one, he's the only good billionaire. I think most of them are weirdo people who have a lot of, a lot of creepy stuff going on. They live like Kings. Um, and they all, even like the right loves to like, they love to be like, Oh, Elon Musk is so cool. And he's like so young and he loves memes and stuff. And it's like, this dude is, 
is in favor of putting chips in human brains. Yeah, he is depraved. Yeah, it's it's very weird. So I, I you know, I, I'm open to, to seeing like if there's a billionaire with a lot of good ideas and like is just not of you know not like a weirdo NPC person. Yeah, I don't know if it is possible, but that that's what I'm saying. So in terms of that, I'm like, and being a Republican, I'm like, well, they all basically all of them give to Democratic causes. So why are we still protecting these people? Right. Yeah, they all virtue signal left. What was it? Yeah. Jamie Jamie Dimon and uh, Bezos were all signaling for BLM or whatever, which you know is obviously completely just a, a funding source for the DNC. Yeah, yeah, and, so, and 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 Bezos is up there taking flights to space now. Isn't that cool? Fuck yeah. no. <laughs> talking about he's taking eighteen-year-old teenage boys up to space, bro. What the fuck are you talking about? Wait, he didn't say that, did he? Yeah, yeah, dude. He took a teen boy up to space with him. That's no. literally what. Way. Yeah, some motherfucker. Some, like, like eighteen year old, like pr- it was like the most like typical like privileged like it just cool. fit like twink looking like, motherfucker, dude. Think of, like, <laughs> think of like the most privileged like liberal like <laughs> white college person you could think of, and that's what this kid looked like. Oh my god, I brought a boy with me. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. <laughs> Going to fucking outer space. Cool. That one, dude, like, that one dude kind of uh kind of pulled a nice little move though. He had he spent he spent like. 18 million on tickets and then he was like oh no i have a previous engagement so i won't be going to space with jeff bezos like nice (laughs) he just just did it at the last second well see yeah you were just mentioning this a little like it's another thing that uh is 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 good as far as like right-leaning perspective that i i like is like this whole like uh uh, instead of fandom for these people being like, oh, they worship Moloch, like <laughs> affinity for Moloch, like I that like doesn't it. bode well with my Christian shit. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, we have a different angle of getting to that, but I mean, it's the same thing. It's yeah, like, yeah. So, so I, I'd say like the left, uh, a lot of like what I see on the left, the argument is that like any like any billionaire, at least some of them, like a billionaire is a failed policy, like any billionaire is a failed policy. Mm. And on the right, like the hatred you see for billionaires is like these people are my enemies. They're mm-hmm. doing everything that I am opposed to. So why, like, why am I still protecting them? It makes They're no sense. They're controlling the policy. So how the fuck are you supposed to fix them with some policy? Bro? <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's the thing that these fucking libs don't understand, man. It's so frustrating. Well, yeah, and it's like, a, it's like you know, we have like these debates on the right that are all about. You know, we need we just need like a limited small government. And it's like these people who are just like, oh, we have this limited small government, but I'll like I'll fight for the right of Jeff. I'll fight for the rights of Jeff Bezos until I die, like who lives like a modern day king and is basically like, in essence, him and all these other people. They're basically like a fourth branch of government that run our shit from the from behind the scenes. So. um, So, yeah, that that's mad. That's maddening on the right. Sometimes mm-hmm. you see these like li- small uh small small c conservatives were like oh well we just need to we just need to return to a time when like the government wasn't this massive leviathan and you're not going to see it any time in our lifetime so no. either use big government and try to get some good stuff done or stuff done or like get get out of the game yeah yep for sure yeah so so a lateral disarmament or something <laughs> it's like, it's like if we can just give up all of our guns then surely the other side will <laughs> do the same thing it's like, like yeah like like we were talking about trump earlier it's like say what you will about trump after uh, everything but like he's a fucking tyrant iron to just beat them with yeah um I, I don't understand what like you know what is the line like i like get the get the government small enough to to be able to drown it in a small bathtub like 
that's like good luck <laughs> yeah well it's like good good luck and also like i can't think of a worse time to do that anybody yeah. thinking anybody thinking that the that the that the concept of the state in the u.s denotes the actual formal government is out of their fucking mind oh yeah it's, it's yeah. all it's all like even like trump as a person he was great but the problem was what hampered him his entire through the entire thing was this massive massive bureaucracy which is was controlled by people who were not friendly to trump so um it is like it is like you're talking about the state it's a lot more than just these branches it's all these it's all these agencies Mm -hmm. it's the entire it's the entire uh you know i live like we live like literally like 0.2 miles away from the pentagon it's like all of this stuff it's the people running that it's all right next to the pentagon across the street from our apartment is a giant boeing building Mm -hmm. um and so it's all these it's all these people that have their interests that are running it too. Yeah, this um, is this is yeah. what I've always found frustrating with the people like, oh, just small government, small government. It's like, dude, in what world do you think the government has any power? Like, there, there is no public sector. Like, the public sector is the private sector. They own them. They own them outright. We all know this. Like the revolving door. These are platitudes. These are cliches. Like everybody knows this already. No, they like, have power, but they just choose to wield the power in that way. Like it's it's created in that way to serve these interests specifically. Well, they're bribed, and that's, and that's the thing. And that's the thing is like, like you know, when you talk about like like practical solutions and everything, people can always disagree. But in my mind, one of the best bets that exists, insofar as there is any actual like viable solution, is using the formal state as a tool to try to dismantle this mm-hmm. stuff yeah. in the first place yeah. and so and so you have I to can't... reorganize the state though like and how yeah. how it works yeah. incentives. To do that. their incentives are to to the uh, private to the elite you know you need to reorient their incentives to us mm-hmm. yeah and see i don't know if i would agree i would say crk was right but probably to i would say it to a lesser extent i would say that they the government isn't necessarily controlled by these people but they're in bed with them so i think they do it not not again they're not they're not it's not like they're doing this begrudgingly they're like oh well i'm trying but i have this person controlling me it's kind right. of like oh well you know i want to do some good but i also want to have a lot of money and oh, they're yeah. donating to me so these people's yeah. material interests are aligned they're yeah. not they're not yeah. just like being coerced into this these people yes. are acting in behalf of their material interests which are the same as these other people and that's why they're in the positions of power is that they are Oh man, it makes me sick. Yeah, yeah. Well, these people are sick. That's yeah, awesome. absolutely, dude. But like, I'm, I'm wondering too. Like, so do you, do you, uh, like, what? So as far as like the right today, like in in this post-Trump situation, yeah. like, do you feel like? Okay, so you, you say you're like right socially and and more like uh, nationalist economically or yeah, left economically. Absolutely. Yeah, Na- nationalist. But even if you say that, that's like left wing to some of you know Republicans. And that's wild. Yeah, I know. I that's know. so wild. Because if you yeah. say that on the left, you're a Nazi. You say that on the right, you're like a communist. So <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. That should. But what what do you what what do you catch like more flack? Do you feel like as far as other people on the right? disagreeing with you do you feel like there's more of like a, a flack on the uh, on like uh you know not being free market enough or do you catch more flack as far as like uh not being right enough oh yeah social no, issues or definitely not being like you know i have uh, one of my best friends is uh is more of a you know one of those limited government conservatives and we have arguments about this all the time but i definitely i definitely would say that i get more flack for just being 
uh, you know, I'll change my views on certain things depending on, like I said, like depending on who I'm talking with uh, and what, and you know, I'm eager to find common ground. So if you say something like, if you say something like, you know, child tax credits are good, they're a pretty good thing for families in this country. I've caught flack from the right for saying that. Uh, and then you get, you also, you know, you get called like, oh, are you like a socialist? I'm like, no, I'm not. But <laughs> I, I, I'm really not. Uh, but and the, and the same thing comes to healthcare. Like, I know that you've, you, we talked about this a little CRK, but like, if I say to some friends on the right, like, you know, there could be some some form of nationalized health care in this country uh, they they get freaked out. But the, the reason they get freaked out is because the people on the left say, like, you know, abortion is health care. Like that's reproductive health care, like trans surgeries are health care. Yes. So, like, yes. you're never going to get anybody on the right to buy into this if you're and, and for good reason, too. I mean, I, I agree with them. I don't want to get into some sort of. Uh, healthcare agreement with the state if it covers like killing babies. I just do not agree with that at all. Yep. And that would be compromising yep. my standards. So, so, so I, I agree with them there. Like, but that's where you have to, you have to kind of get, if you, if you have a left wing in this, in this, uh, a left wing party in this system that really wants universal health care, they're going to have to do some serious, serious restructuring on their family policy. Um, and that's just like, there's no really ifs, ands, or buts about it. So, what do you mean, what do you mean by that? So, so in terms of like how they think about family issues. So, if they say, like, uh, you know, we 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 want to be able to fund abortions through this national health care system. Like that's just mm-hmm. not you're never going to get it right. Right. To agree to that. And, and it's the same thing with you're, you'd have to also have some some discussions on the right and on the left, too, in terms of how you keep families intact, because there's no real structure to do that anymore. Um, yeah. But yep. but but that's that's the gist of it. No, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because it reminded me of, of when I was like leftist and like I would get into arguments with leftists and be like, yeah, man, like I'm for, uh, you know, nationalized healthcare and all that, but like, like f- uh, shoehorning in this, like, oh, we need to, it needs to, we need to collectively cover uh, the, you know, uh, you know, gender reassignment surgery yeah. or whatever. I I'm like, I, I, w- I would just be like, dude, that's, you're going to kill us. You're going to kill yeah. us. Like, do you want this to happen or not? You're going to well, it's dead, it's dead on arrival and so yeah, like, exactly it's yeah. dead on arrival Dude, i'd be happy and, with just like universal health care for like like life-saving or necessary yeah, it's like life-saving medicines and yeah, stuff basic and so, shit. but then they'll say like they need that they need a trans yeah 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 they then they can tie it into mental health even though slide a hand they do slide a hand yeah with suicide statistics yeah, but and the yeah, thing like is that that's not even like a that's not even sturdy ground for them because like most people's like if you look at like people's it's just, uh, the suicide rates the, yeah, it's higher exactly. usually after they transition yeah i did not fucking know that this all reminds me you're talking about you're talking about like like uh family and how that kind of uh i was about to say intersects with this stuff but um, <laughs> oh boy it's the cursed yeah. word um but, like did you guys, did you guys see that fucking post recently that was this 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 guy running i think for some position in like colorado or something um and he said something about like you know i mean he's running on the platform of just making it so that uh, like a family a household can afford to just have one person work one person stay home and take care of the kids and it was like the that state's democratic party like retweeted it 
was like, this is coded language for women don't belong in the workplace. Which like, which like, if he had said that, I would have been even happier. Yeah. Uh, But like, it's just fucking insanity, dude. It's fucking insanity. And when they, when they, to be fair, that might be like a little hyperbolic because like that post got ratioed into fucking oblivion. Yeah, it got, yeah, it got destroyed. Um, But like, if that is where they're starting at, then it, it shouldn't be that hard to just pick these people fucking apart, dude. Yeah, and I know exactly what you're talking about. It was a very, it was a very simple economic message, and it's a very good one too. It's a winning strategy. It's that you should be able to raise a family of an average family of four on one income in this country, no matter the job, which yep. is a very winning policy. Uh, and it's certainly get a majority of people that would agree with that. Uh, and, and also to pretend that women don't want to be able be able to stay home and raise their kids, at least when they're very young, uh, is a myth. Um, there are now this is another this is another thing I support that, you know, I can get some flack from the right for. But there, the number of women who want to be able to stay home and raise their children but can't due to economic constraints, that is an actual policy failure. Uh, and kids yeah. need their moms. They need to be able to be raised mm-hmm. by their moms and not the state um, and not, or not some like d- private daycare center. Um, but, yeah, you well, saw you saw even like that thinking on the left. You saw that, that tweet did get absolutely obliterated. But if that's like even that that's a response from some some state Democratic or city Democratic Party that they're like, oh, well, they want to keep women out of the workforce. This is sexist. Like, come on, man. Give me a break. Yeah, it means and, and like you like just, dis- you just hit the f- well, I was just going to say you hit the fucking nail on the head, too, which is like mothers belong with their fucking kids. It like you don't want to just outsource that role to the state like any fucking concert, like free market conservative that is that is talking about, oh, this is some level of, you know, market intervention that we yeah. can't tolerate. <laughs> is tacitly fucking endorsing government yeah no exactly exactly it's not fucking and i'm sorry but like but like having a little bit more uh, of a tighter grip on on the government is is or sorry on the economy is far more preferable to me than having a tighter grip on the minds of the fucking children yeah oh yeah i mean come on this shouldn't even be fucking complicated yeah it's not hard but you know you see you do see like those sort of on the left it's like on the left it's like okay well we have you know if you want to do that then you want to get women out of the workforce and that's sexist because we need equality la-di-da and then on the right you have like oh well you know the government can't interfere in these policies just let the economy eventually figure it out and you know we want there was a there was actually a uh, there was a uh, a tweet from the the GOP or the RNC a couple months back where they're like and, and I'm a Republican so I'm not like I'm not trying to crap on the GOP or the RNC um, too much but but they they're like oh well you know Biden's economy has destroyed women and women haven't been able to go back to work because of Biden's economy. They've been, busy. They've been busy at home with their children. Like, are you, are you joking <laughs> me? Like, <laughs> oh man, it, it's depressing. But, but you see like, you see those reactions on both sides and it's, it's a travesty. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, this is something that me and Slav had like uh, disagreed with briefly about, uh, it was like, see, this is the thing. This, this is the way I think of it. It's like, I don't want to ban anybody from anything. I don't want like uh, uh, women to work. see. This is where everything gets all like muddled and yeah, yeah, uh, you know, confused and all that. Because everyone thinks in these just completely extreme fucking binary. binaries. It's absurd. Yes, yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's like I don't want women 
to have to work. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to ban women from working and I don't of want them to have to work. So it's like, you know, it's like what you said, there should be, this is, this is not new. This is not unprecedented. This is how it was in the past. It was like, yeah. you only need one person, like a decent amount of ink. Like you don't need a lot. To, yeah, like, that's how live. it used to be. That's how it used to <laughs> fucking be before all the, you know, rising cost of living and all this bullshit. Yeah. Like, you know, and people, you know, misattributed to, th- to a bunch of different shit, but like, that's really what it was. I mean, mm-hmm. it's measurable. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah. Tangible. And you saw, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but the other day, this past week, the Senate was like uh, debating or voting on making women women register for the draft. And you you saw a lot of, uh, from the feminists, you saw a lot of uh, performative outrage about that, that they're like, okay, well, that's enough equality for now. It's like, all right, well, (laughs) maybe you could see like, see see it a little bit more past this issue too. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, and I, I feel similarly with like, uh, with like sex work in general, it's like, I don't want people to have to do it. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I, does that mean I want to ban it? No, I don't want to ban it. I don't want to ban women from working in an office. Like if you want, if you need to like get economic freedom and you're Sarah a woman. Sarah just said sex work is real work. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, I, sex work for the I don't know if I agree with you on that one, CRK, but. <laughs> this is like banning it, outright banning it. No, I don't believe it that that's that's me I'm, i might be alone on that i don't believe in banning it yeah but this is the thing we should not be in a situation where people have to do it and yeah, the left yeah. what they'll do is they'll say it's empowerment it's mm-hmm. empowerment that you're a wage cuck oh, no it's well, not well you no, see, it's not you see it on the right too there was a big debate over uh <clears throat> there was a porn star that showed up to a turning oh, point yeah. usa conference and it was like there was there were these people on the right. They're like, oh, like porn stars are just like super conservative. Like they're generally just like they love America and Lottie. Uh, <laughs> I shouted out Ben Shapiro, right? Well, shout, I, out, shout out Ben. I don't know. I didn't see. I didn't. I don't know if he did, but I saw some people on the right. And when you're talking about like if it's a, a conservative movement, I don't really know what you're conserving with like defending that type of stuff. <laughs> and also like Bukaki is a how is a sacred American tradition. Return. <laughs> return to Bukaki. <laughs> but, but see, like I that's different too, because like sex work is real work has been kind of co-opted. I mean, there have been prostitutes around since the dawn of time. Mm-hmm. I'm not really talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking about like digital prostitution, which is yeah. like we have like the, the technology that we have readily available in this country. It, it leads to there the, the average age that a young male views porn, hardcore pornography is like 13 in this country. That is a serious mm-hmm. problem, a yeah, very serious problem. Um, and so I, I'm for limiting that or banning that as much yep. as possible, at least until some certain age group. I mean, I'm an idealist so i'd like to see a band outright but mm-hmm. i know that might not happen uh, but if if it doesn't then you need to have some sort of limits on technology or limits on that type of uh that type of work or outlet that mm-hmm. people get paid through because it is it's really a screwed up thing so i'm not necessarily talking about like a street hooker i'm more talking about like these digital hookers of course yeah like, there's a not- clear financial incentive for like for this like rhetoric of oh well sex work is real work and like trying to like bring it into the scope of normality because then it allows it to be more commodified by these big corporations and stuff and yeah. make them into these markets and new ways to capture money and capital that <laughs> well, weren't yeah, there it's, it's like the only fans trend it's like yeah like my girlfriend has an only fans congrats man like she's selling other guys nudes online for like, like a bunch of money <laughs> dude shout out idubs am i right I, it's like <laughs> well and the thing is like like it's it's like uh it all the language always gets muddled like 
I'm not talking about you know, like these these broads on OnlyFans. A lot of the time are like fucking college educated yep. little fucking weirdos. I'm not talking about like yeah. going down to Casino Road and throwing lump and prol in the paddy wagon. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm not asking just for like more br- like state brutality towards just like tw- towards just like just like wretched souls just yeah, the most down the street. Yeah, like like I like 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 to what end? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, Right. Yeah, and so that's a, that's an important distinction too. So uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because it's all been flattened. Because sex work has been—it's a flattened term mm-hmm. now. Because well, yeah, be- well, it's not just like it's not just like you know, back in the day, prostitutes were very looked down upon. I mean, it wasn't like a job that was like this glorified thing that it's supposed to be nowadays. Where it's like, oh yes, like a win for a win for feminism that like these people are able to sell their bodies on the streets and online. Yeah, and I mean, like this is this is why I prioritize economic things. Like the same thing with the left of like uh, like with racism or whatever. I'm like, you know, if you have uh, uh, an idea, not ideal, if you have a better functioning economy, you will see less racism. Like yeah. racism is a product of that. So like, yeah. and, and it's the same thing with this with with a lot of the right wing social concerns, like yeah. sex work or whatever. Like if you have a functioning economy. Not you're gonna see less sex work. You yeah. just oh, yeah. that's how, that's really what I believe. Like I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think it just comes out of nowhere. Like you're no. gonna see less of it, and and you're gonna see more women that choose to like work at home and be with their family because they have the option to. So yes. like. You're, it's going to happen organically. So I don't believe in just being like, you know, I, I don't want to put the cart before the horse. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, let's let's just shut down like yeah. all this stuff. But whatever. But I mean, you know, that's 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 sort yeah. of how no, I no, you're right. comprehensive strategies. Yeah, you're right, CRK. And I think, uh, you know, part of my uh, issue on the right with this is like people like with the porn debate, the, the right's like, oh, no, we want to be a big tent party and like all about inclusion and everything else. And then the race stuff, they they respond like when they get called racist, they're like, oh, no, Democrats are the real racist. It's like <laughs> we are everything, like, every position we operate. And I know you guys have heard everybody's heard that line. But uh, and that's why that's just it's that's why it's such a t- tired talking point. Um, but yeah, no, now it's going to uh, 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 what is it? it uh, Democrats are the real sex worker, exclusionary, <laughs> radical <laughs> feminists, the real swerfs, the real turfs. Yeah. And- but see, that's <laughs> the problem is we get into this this. We always start from this position where we're reacting to the things that the left does instead of like doing our own thing or having our own like original ideas. We just we're purely an oppositional party, which is such a problem. Uh, But but that's why that's why all of these that's why a lot of these problems have been allowed to uh, persist um, on the right as well. So. Um, That's a good point. So That's yeah, a good point. But yeah, yeah, hey boys, thanks a lot for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, no, thank thank you, man. Yo, <laughs> appreciate you coming on last second. We usually give more warning, but uh, you're 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 like our biggest guest, I think, by the numbers. <laughs> like, yeah, you're like you came on like very last minute, so much appreciate. We really no, appreciate I'm honored. It. And if you guys want to, if you ever want to have me back on, just let me know. And then um, also, I, like I told you, you know, I can help you try to get connected with some of the more base people on the right too. So. Hey. Yeah, that'd be great, man. Yeah, be outstanding. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, thank you guys a lot. I'll talk to you later. Uh, Take care, man. Sounds good, man.